Hey, this is Bradley Weber. I'm one of the pastors on staff here at Forward Church. Listen, I'm so glad you tuned in to today's podcast. I hope it challenges you and inspires you to go after God and be all that God's called you to be. Enjoy today's message. No matter what you're going through, listen to me tonight, church. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you are facing, I am confident that you will overcome. Your circumstances may look different than mine, but I am confident in this one thing, that he that began a good work in you, put your hand on your chest, say, he is working in me. He who has began a good work in you will be faithful until its completion. And I believe that God has great things in store for us as a body of believers. How many believe that tonight? Turn your neighbor, tell him, say, whatever it is, you will pull through. I'm confident. If you brought your Bibles with you tonight, don't freak out, Ansley. This one's not going to be in there. This was a last minute. Uh, and then we'll pick up the rest of those notes should follow. Um, but turn with me tonight to the book of Romans chapter 12. I'm going to drop this on you tonight. So glad you're here tonight. I'm excited about what God has for us tonight. Romans chapter 12, beginning with verse 10. Romans chapter 12, beginning with verse 10 says, Love each other deeply. Everybody say deep. Love each other deeply. Honor, everybody say honor. Honor others more than yourselves. Never let the fire in your heart go out. Keep it alive. Serve the Lord. When you hope, be joyful. Versus hoping with an anticipation or an expectation that it may or may not happen. Be joyful when you hope. Everybody say, I hope. When you hope, be joyful. When you suffer, be patient. Can I say that again? When you're going through moments of suffering, be patient. That is the moment that we as the believers, even though we've been trained to put our trust and our confidence in Jesus, it's at that moment that we lose patience and he's not working it out on our time schedule. Therefore, we pick up and just take it from him and begin jacking things up. So when you're going through it, Suffering, be patient. When you pray, be faithful. Share with God's people who are in need. Welcome others into your homes. Bless those who hurt you. Bless them and do not call down curses on them. Be joyful with those who are joyful. Be sad with those who are sad. Agree with each other. Don't be proud. Be willing to be a friend of people who aren't considered important. Don't think that you are better than others. Don't pay back evil for evil. Be careful to do what, excuse me, be careful to do what everyone thinks is right. If possible, live in peace with everyone. Do that as much as you can. Verse 19, my friends, don't try to get even. Leave room for God to show his anger. It is written, I am the one who judges people. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Do just the opposite, Scripture says. If your enemies are hungry, give them food to eat. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. By doing those things, you will pile 
up burning coals on their heads. Tonight we're going to continue in our collection of talks on the subject without conditions. Without conditions. It's been proven that a majority of our lives, what we do, what we choose not to do is based on conditions. Feel like going fishing today. We check the weather. Why? To see if the conditions are right. Like to go surfing. Want to see if there's, if there's a storm brewing that's going to cause the waves to be just right. So we got to make sure that the conditions are right. I told you last week that by nature, we are selfish people. I know that rubs us the wrong way, but what that's actually rubbing is that selfish portion that each of us possess inside of us it's one of the most destructive traits that we have it's called selfishness we'll even say things like i love you based on these conditions i'll marry you based on these conditions and i'll continue to stay married to you as long as these conditions don't change what conditions conditions that accommodate my needs my wants and my desires hello all the married couples in the house I'll be in a good mood as long as all of these, all my honeydew lists is completed. Maybe you'll get lucky if you'll take the trash out like I asked you to. It's called a condition. Don't get nervous. I I won't go any further than that, but I just need to keep it real tonight. It's conditions that make my dreams come true. Unfortunately, it's even creeped into the church and our faith walk or our consistency on our journey with him and how deep we'll go into a relationship with him is based on the conditions that we're currently experiencing true if the conditions aren't right the conditions may cause us if the if the conditions aren't right on a saturday night it may cause us thank you it may cause us not to want to show up on sunday come on somebody we've all been there where the conditions aren't right there and the enemy will make sure the conditions will push you further and further away from what god has for you Your dog might pee on it, all your shoes in the closet. Your hot water heater might break. Lord forbid, if your washer machine throws up all the water. The enemy will line up conditions for you just to see how deep your love really is for God. We've got to get to a place that it doesn't matter if the conditions are good, almost like in a wedding ceremony. I will be committed to you in good health, bad health. I'll be, I'll be committed to you, Father, when times are good, when times are bad. Whether I've got a lot of money in the checking account or if I ain't got two dimes to rub together, I will stay committed no matter what comes my way. There are no conditions. Maybe we've become a church that we have to, it's called conditional commitment on these conditions. I can sense the meter inside of me is going to this, this side. It's, it's hitting kind of hard, and I really didn't want to hit hard, but I think sometimes the church needs a wake-up call because we need to understand what you're facing isn't just happenstance. It's the enemy actually trying to bring up some bad conditions to get you out of the family of God. Now, I'm not saying you're salvation. I'm talking about going through things in life, and instead of actually being surrounded, and I'm telling you what, we've got one of the best churches in the, in the nation, hands down. If somebody's sick, if we need food, baby, we may making it happen all we got to do is shoot out a text and everybody's i'm in on this and i'm in on that i'm watching all this stuff happen the enemy would love to do anything he can to isolate you get you away from make your conditions not conducive for what you want in a lifestyle to make it uncomfortable for you because let's face it we want to be comfortable we put conditions 
on friendships. We put conditions on relationships. We put conditions on family members. We put conditions on career paths. I'll, st- I'll stay consistent to this as long as I keep getting. Just stay consistent. It's our inconsistency that actually gets us in trouble. I came tonight to declare and to tell somebody it's time to make a change. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, say, it's time to make a change. You know what the, the definition of insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over and over and over, year after year after year, singing the same song, same song, same song, doing it the same way, same way, same way, and expecting there to be different results. It won't happen. It's time to make a change. Want to see change in your family? Get consistent. Get committed. Stay, regardless of what the conditions look like, bring your family to the house of God. And the church said amen. Listen, by honoring others above ourselves... I gave you this challenge last week. What we're trying to do is cultivate a culture of honor. Cultivate a culture. Create a culture of honor where we say, let's just honor everyone. For too long, the church has said, well, as long as you look like me, dress like me, don't have any ink on your skin, we've got these conditions. God sent his son Jesus. And he obliterated conditions. It was raining that day. He could have said, it's raining outside. Let's wait until it's a sunny day. Conditions. I told you last week that, that dishonor is a disease. And that honor is actually a breath of fresh air. I want to be that guy when he walks in the room, everybody goes, man, I'm so glad he's here. Why? Because we carry, we carry the presence of God, and where the presence of God is, it, it shuts all the chaos down. You need to be that same way. Let that be your prayer, but you've got to spend time with God. You've got to get along with God. Gotta get, when you ask for his presence and his hand on your life, that's the anointing of God. So wherever you go, no matter what the chaos is, people can pick up and recognize there's something different on you, and they're going to want to be around you because you've got what they need. The part that I didn't get to last week was uh, point number six. If you're continuing your notes, honor is attractive. Let's just face it. When you see honor and you recognize it, you can't help to want to be around it. Honor is attractive. We've got some dear friends up in South Carolina that are on staff at a very large church. And you've heard me talk about this church before. Where we went and visited and, 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 and we were there as guests. And we didn't touch a doorknob. I mean, there was people serving and doing They were honoring people. We stayed in their home and, and they, they're working all day, and, they, and they stay, we stayed up late, and we're waking up the next morning smelling bacon and all this food going on in the kitchen. They're down there. They're honoring people. Honor is attractive. I could have just, I just wanted to be around that. We want to cultivate a, a culture in this, in this room and in, in, in the rooms that God gives us to entrust us with where honor, people sense it, it's attractive. They want to be around it. As a church family, we should look for ways to honor each other. When we honor each other, we're saying, I recognize your value. I could go around the room tonight, and I could, I could pick out the different people who serve faithfully without conditions. It doesn't matter if it's raining outside. I'll grab an umbrella. It doesn't matter if it's dark outside and they haven't got the lights fixed, and we're working on that with, with the people who own this building, which one day we will say goodbye to this temporary home and have our own home. Thank you, Jesus. So then when we got lights that are out, we can just bless God. We can just get it on, get on it and take care of it. 
But we got people who will go out in the pitch black dark and take trash out. There's no awning out there if it's raining. I could go around the room and I could honor every, almost literally every single person in this room who serves faithfully. We want to create an atmosphere of honor. Honoring other people says, I see your opinion and it matters. I see your perspective and it counts. We're building up a team of leaders so it's not a, it's not a pastor-driven church and right now we don't have any other staff members but, so we're a servant leader-led church. Everyone's opinion and everyone's perspective, it matters. It's when you honor somebody, it's saying, I see your dream, I dream with you. See, but human nature is, what about my dream? The reason this is so, 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 it's almost like going through a field and, and, and we're knocking down old brush is because there once was a time when honor ran free through our nation. I'm talking like it was like, you know, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. How are you today, sir? It's a great day, sir. Not all this negativity and I'm going to stab you in the back before you stab me. I'm just calling it like it is. Because culturally, dishonor is the norm. We see it on social media, bashing one another. We see it on the news. I mean, I was listening to this news station on my radio. And, and I don't know why. I could have turned it off. It was so much negativity. And all of a sudden, a phone call came in. And it was a God call that I needed. No, he didn't call, but it was somebody else who was calling. Sometimes you just got to turn. It was almost like I was hypnotized being entertained by the negativity, making my blood pressure go up. Sometimes you got to separate yourself from that stuff because it becomes the norm to dishonor. Listen, dishonor takes less effort. Honor requires me to slow down. Listen, in a world where, where time is passing by so, so fast and we're pushed by time and oblig obligations, we need to become a church that stops settles down, gets patient with people and their problems and their stuff and just says, I honor you. I recognize where you are. I was once where you are. But see, we don't want to be honest and say I was once there because we want to make everybody feel like we got it together. I won't be that way. I, I, I don't take that. Yeah, there were some very dark days for me in my stupidity. I'm still got some jacked up ways. And Amy Weber said, amen. There's some still moments but I'm just telling you, the enemy tried to stop the flow. But he turned it around. <laughs> if we could just sing that song every Sunday. Because almost every week the enemy's trying to do something towards you, towards your family. Something evil. Something to get you off course. Something to alter the conditions to see if it can shake you up. But we got to stand confident and go, you know what? He's turning this thing around for my good. Do you believe it tonight? So we're changing the culture. I, I, I challenged you last week to, to change the culture in your home. How many actually, to be honest, how many actually intentionally look for ways to honor someone in your home? Anybody in the house? What'd you do? And you work too. And still made sure that your man had what he needed anybody else see that's what honoring looks like can i just be honest tonight did anybody anybody try to honor and flubbed it up 
So this Friday, two days from now, is Amy Weber's birthday. And I was trying to work it out to honor her on her birthday. And, you know, she told me these ideas and things and, you know, gift cards to this place. That Usually when they say gift card men, that means they don't trust your, what you would buy. So I thought, I'll do one better than that. I'm going over, this was yesterday, I'm going over to, to see Sally at the hospital. I knew Amy was already in Gainesville, so I shot her a text, and I said, I'll be leaving in a little bit. I said, meet me at the mall, dot, dot, dot. She gets there. She goes, what are we doing? I said, let's just go. Phone call came in. I'm trying to finish up because I'm trying to honor my wife, do the right thing, win them brownie points. Walk in front of the store that she likes. And I said, go and pick whatever you want. I said, because I want you to have an outfit on your birthday, not a card for the place that now you're going to have to wait a couple days. I want you to get it. So we walk in there. Now, Amy Weber is one of those that she likes to pick up five different things. And she'll go back and put all five of them back. Long story short, we spent almost 45 minutes in there and walked out with nothing. Now, because I have all this stuff planned out, my attempt to honor turned to dishonor. I got an attitude. Because now I'm thinking, I got no other time this week. This was the only selected time. How difficult was it just to, to walk into a store? Your husband says, here, just whatever you want. Just, just get it. So then after we walked out with nothing, because I said it, we're not leaving the store. Because she kept trying to go to the door. We're not leaving the store until you have something. We walked out. And I literally had this moment as we were walking through the mall, going back to our vehicles. Where do you want to eat? I don't care. Where do you want to eat? Well, you just pick somewhere. Or I'm just driving home. That was kind of where it went. This is, just, this is just me being honest, okay? I'm not telling you who said what, but. Then I started having these moments of flashbacks of my notes that I put on, in on honoring. And I literally asked myself, do you want to stop talking now? This is the conversation I'm having in my head. Do you want to stop? And I said, no, because it feels too good to say how I feel. I wanted her to know I was trying to honor you, but you messed it up. Honor turned to dishonor. And you know what normally married people, you know what normally causes confrontation? Unmet expectations or unrealistic expectations we got to learn to go with the flow so what did I do to this morning I am sorry I apologize my attitude was horrible and I made it right the enemy will, will call will allow what you're trying to do church what you're trying to do, he will actually discredit that thing. And now, and now, because women like to remember everything, now what I was trying to do, the enemies will constantly bring up, but I don't have a wife that way because she is the epitome of what forgiveness and grace looks like. You know why? Because she's still married to me after all these years. It's called unconditional love. Now, unconditional love can get stretched and pulled, but you've got you to gotta get rid of the conditions. Amen? So why does this happen? Why does this happen? I believe that we have, we have, we have, um, uh, 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 we have different honor thresholds. I could see it, but I couldn't say it. We have different honor thresholds. What I mean is this. I'm, I'll honor you up until this moment, but if you cross this line, psh, dishonor. 
Ever been there? It's called honor thresholds. If you pass this point, it's hard for me to honor you. I, got, I passed that point last night. When she walked out that door and I heard that little chime go ding dong, and it wasn't us coming in, it was us leaving with nothing in our hands. Yeah, that was the threshold. It was done. Honor, psh, out the window. It's called honor threshold. What we need to do is make honor everyone the threshold without conditions. Honoring everyone is, I want you to start writing this down. This, this is kind of where we're going to land tonight. Honoring everyone is going to take and it's going to require work. Everybody say hard work. It's going to require us to be intentional. Honoring everyone. But we can do it. The thing about honor is this. Honor isn't actually known until it's shown. See, a lot of people don't even know what honor is. A lot of the students in that room, they've probably never seen honor. Some of us older and those that are older than me, you know what honor is. But most people, until honor is shown, they don't know what it looks like. That's why it's time to make a change. Everybody say, make a change. We're going to make a change. Honor isn't honor until it's expressed. Honor is adding value to something. It means, this is the biblical definition, or to prize or to see the value of something or to give weight to something. We've got to express honor. So, there's three ways. We're only going to get to the first one tonight. There's three ways that we can express honor, and I'd like to discuss the first one briefly, and then we're going to go home. Are you ready? Here it is. Honor up. Okay? Honor up. Honoring up basically is, is typically people that we look up to. Somebody in authority, somebody in a higher position. It could be your boss. It could be your teacher. It could be your parents. It could be law enforcement. It could be the president. There are people that we should be honoring up to. Remember, what, remember, remember it was in 1 Peter 2.17 from last week. We are, we are commanded in Scripture to honor everyone. That's what the Bible says, to honor everyone. So there are people that we should be honoring up to. Now, let me say this. It's easy to honor people that, that we like, that we agree with, that don't rub us the wrong way. It's easy to honor up. 1 Peter 2.17, it told us to love the brotherhood, to fear God, and to fear the emperor. And I told you, I gave you the definition of what that meant because we don't have emperors today. And I told you the background of Nero, the emperor, and how what a nasty man he was. But we're, we're commanded, it, he was used as an example you may not like the president, this one this year, or the next one the next, whenever. But we're, we're required, I'm just using the president, so don't tune me out. We're required to honor up. You can't expect God to honor your prayers if you refuse to do what his word says. And it's a commandment in scripture to honor everyone. Perfect example, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through 3. Did I have that one? This is the perfect example. Children, obey your parents and the Lord for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. That it may go well with you <laughs> and that you may enjoy long life. Get this. Honoring is the first commandment with a promise. Write that down. It's the first commandment with a promise. It's important that we understand that one, that one line that says that it will go well with you and you'll live a long life. Translation of every parent in here, 
I brought you in this world. Honor is the first commandment with a promise. All we have to do is honor up. How do we honor up? Write these down. By building them up. How many times we pass a law enforcement person at a restaurant, missing an opportunity to go up to him and say, thank you so much for what you do. I don't know how you feel about law enforcement, but that's not my beef. My beef is, are we honoring what God's word says? That says honor up. Honor everyone. So you, we do that by building them up with our words and our actions, talking highly about them to others, refusing to gossip about them. Well, I just don't like that POTUS. And this is what I'm going to say. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I share something with you? I, I keep going to him because the enemy will use things. It don't matter how long of a Christian you've been, a Christian, da 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 the enemy will use things to trip you up, to get your conditions, get you all in a tizzy. Start planting a seed of honor. Honor produces honor. I'm all the way at the end of my notes. Honor produces honor. You, you want, everybody knows how you feel about Tom, Dick, and Harry, and Harriet, and everybody else, because you post on. Start talking some good, positive stuff, and you'll actually watch people's opinion of you change. You'll watch people's opinion of them change. You might actually begin to see, when you start planting a seed where it used to be negativity, how can you expect them to change when all you're doing is confessing negative things about them? Start talking some positive stuff about them. And then actually, then when you plant that seed, watch the harvest come. Talking about your spouse with people at work. Well, she just gets on my nerves and she, he's just... Ding, 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 ah, ding, 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 ding. Well, they're going to jump on your bandwagon too and you're going to feel a whole lot better about just letting that whole thing go by the time you get off work. But start talking about how good he is and how good she is and how faithful they are and, and all this positive stuff and then watch God begin to honor your marriage. He can't step in and honor anything that you're dishonoring. Hello, somebody. Refuse to engage. Refuse to engage. Honor produces honor. When you honor people, you get honor back. Think about, you know, you can, you can, you can do an evaluation. And it says, you, you, you could say, well, well B, I, I'm not seeing too many people honor me. Well, what you dishing out? If you're not honoring other people, don't expect honor to come your way. Honor produces honor. Show honor so people don't even know what it looks like. Oh, honoring up, the most important, honor God. Honor God. What does that look like? Seeing his word as value. Write that down. What does honoring God look like? Man, see this as adding value to your life because it is valuable. Obeying his commandments. Setting time aside to spend with God. It's saying this time is valuable to me, but I know it's got way more value when I give it to you. My Sunday mornings, y'all don't understand. My Sunday mornings, I worked all week. Sometimes I just need to sleep in. It's my time. I value my time. But that time is much more valuable if you put that time in the hands of God. God can actually start answering your requests and meeting your needs. I, be, he would rather you come in here completely empty so he can fill you up than be walking in here with all this this, this Instagram facade and filters of what you want us to think is going on in your house. Hello. 
come in here empty so he can fill you up. Man, Pastor B, you being hard. No, 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 no. I just want to shake you and shh, just a little bit. Because that's what the enemy's doing. He's shaking and he's pulling and, and he left and right all over the place. So what's Pastor B doing? I'm pulling and I'm shaking and I'm bringing it back. If he needs to use me to be instrumental in the part of he's turning this thing around, baby, we can turn it around. But he wants to position you to do the exact same thing for the people that he, that he brings in here. He wants to use you. Empty yourself of yourself so he can fill you up so you can turn around to somebody on your own and go, you know what I feel like? I, feel, I just feel like maybe that God wants to do something on you. It starts, he wants to use you to speak into somebody else's life. Man, I was, I, I was driving a car back to, 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 to a detailing appointment to the owner the other day, and I got a phone call, a, a, a message on Facebook that says, Pastor B, will you call me? And it was Latricia Donaldson. Her, her mom has been in the hospital and, and, with brain uh, 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 stuff going on, and the enemy trying to take her out. And she calls me, she cries, she goes, Pastor B, I just need you to pray. Baby, I put that SUV on the side of the road, and I said, let's do it right now in the name of Jesus. She goes, I just, need somebody, I just need somebody's faith to line up with mine so I know mama's going to be okay. See, that's what he wants to do. He wants you to, to, your faith can't be based on conditions that you're going through. Your faith is stronger. God is stronger than whatever you got, whatever problem you got. And your praise is more powerful. And it'll bring, send you over the top. Amen? Make church a priority. That's how we're showing God that he is first and we value him in closing listen honoring up is not easy especially when we disagree with them we don't we don't always see what they see think about your boss think about a parent they're still mom and daddy even when you're 44 years old hello They're on a, it's, it's natural for us to, 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 to honor up for people we put on a pedestal because we look up to them, right? Well, they're on that pedestal for a reason. They can see, actually see further than what you can see. That's why they're actually trying to help facilitate and manage. They can see things that we can't see. So what do I do? What do I, what do, what do I know? I, I can disagree with them without dishonoring them. I have not always got that right. And I'm pretty sure everybody in this room can say the same thing. You don't always have to agree, but you don't have to dishonor them. You can still honor them. Dishonor is a disease. Dishonor will stop the flow of what God wants to do in you and through your life. Honor requires us to slow down and to consider somebody else above our, above our own self. So last week, the challenge was to begin honoring in your home. That challenge continues. Look for ways to honor. I'm talking to parents. Look for ways to honor your kids. Yeah, but B, you don't know how my kids are. Oh, I do. Honor isn't recognized until it's shown. So it may, be, it may take the smallest thing from noticing that they picked up their dirty underwear off the floor. It may, it may just start with that. It just may start with something you know, like I, they, they put their toothbrush in the little holder or something. I don't know. But honor them. Recognize that. 
That's in the home. Then, this week's challenge is let's begin cultivating that culture in here. In here. In our family. Okay? Looking for ways to honor. But I honor, I honor every single person in this room who serves. It's the first commandment that's attached with a promise. And honor will produce honor. Amen? Everybody's standing all over this room tonight. Did anybody get some nuggets out of that tonight? Did you get some, did you get some stuff out of that? Father, it is our heart's desire. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.